Welcome to the History AI Podcast, where the past comes alive with facts, anecdotes, and a dash of humor. Here are your hosts, Chuck and Marco. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whenever and wherever you are, we welcome you to another episode of the History AI Podcast, where we plug into the past with the precision of a digital historian. And as always, I'm Marco, joined by the ever-charming and occasionally factual Chuck. Hey I'll have you know Marco, my facts are like Swiss cheese, mostly solid but with a few holes for flavor. Speaking of flavor, today we're going to add a dash of Prussian spice to your historical palate, as we explore the life of a man whose reputation is as enduring as the Brandenburg Gate, Frederick the Great. You mean the guy who made being great cool long before hashtags were a thing? The very same. So, without further ado, let's rewind the clocks to the 18th century and march into the life of Frederick II or as his better known, Frederick the Great. Born in 1712 in Berlin, Frederick came from a line of rulers notorious for their military prowess and iron fists, the Hohenzollerns. But unlike his forebears, young Fritz, as he was called, had a softer side. Indeed, he played the flute, wrote poetry, and was all about that enlightenment life, Voltaire was his pen pal. Talk about highbrow texting, right? But his father, Frederick William I, was more about tough love than art appreciation. Tough is putting it mildly. Frederick William's idea of father-son bonding was drilling military discipline into Fritz until he could march in his sleep. Which, incidentally, is how I got through my last year of high school. But despite his dad's best efforts at making him a warrior king, Frederick's talents were as diverse as the toppings at a Berlin currywurst stand. He was a patron of the arts, a cunning linguist, fluent in French, German, and smatterings of other European languages, and an accomplished musician. Not to mention a strategic genius. When he ascended the throne in 1740, Prussia was like a compact disc, fairly small and easily overlooked. And Frederick was like, let's hit shuffle and see where we land. And where he landed was Silesia, sparking the war of the Austrian succession. His gamble paid off. Prussia's military prowess, under his command, was the talk of Europe faster than a scandal in Versailles. And speaking of fast, it seems like we've sprinted through the first half of our show. Time for a quick break for a word from our sponsors. From the mind behind the History AI podcast comes an electrifying journey into the past. A ripple through time, Franklin's folly. Dive into a tale where Benjamin Franklin, America's beloved inventor, takes an unexpected journey through time. But with his leap, he unleashes a powerful ripple. Now, with dark forces lurking in the shadows, harnessing this energy to shatter and enslave the world, it's a race against time. Will Franklin fix the future? Or will history rewrite itself? Uncover the secrets. A ripple through time, Franklin's folly. Time has never been more fragile. On Amazon now. Welcome back to the History AI Podcast. So Chuck, after adding a slice of Silesia to his kingdom pie, what was Frederick's next move? Ah, the Seven Years' War, or as Frederick probably called it, Round Two, Fight. He was outnumbered and surrounded by enemies, France, Austria, Russia, you name it. Yet, he outmaneuvered them like a chess grandmaster. Battles like Rosbach and Luthen were his checkmate moments. But it wasn't all smooth sailing, or should I say, marching. The Battle of Kunersdorf in 1759 was rough. Fritz was nearly captured, and it's said he carried a vial of poison just in case. Dark times. He probably thought, to be or not to be captured, huh? But our Fritz was tenacious. He turned things around, and by the war's end, 
Prussia emerged as a European heavyweight. Which brings us to the impact of his rule. Prussia's military became the envy of Europe, its bureaucracy was efficient, and the economy was as robust as a German beer. Speaking of beer, did you hear about Frederick's brewmaster who got promoted to the royal court? No, what happened? He became a baron of hops. Oh, that was so bad, it was almost historical. Frederick's later years were peaceful, relatively speaking. He continued to correspond with Voltaire, built palaces like Sanssouci, which means without worry. Seems like he was trying to retire from the great business and into the chill business. But like all greats, he had to log off sometime. Frederick died in 1786, leaving behind a legacy that would shape German history forever. He was the OG of modernizing states. Without him, Germany's unification might have been just a pipe dream. And now, it's time for us to log off as well. We hope you've enjoyed this dive into Frederick the Great. If you did, be sure to subscribe, rate, and share the podcast. Your support is the wind beneath our digital wings. Until next time, I'm Marco. And I'm Chuck. And this has been the History AI Podcast.